Let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you and I come back? That's because you you're singing a song that already yeah. exists. It, it's but it's let's it's let's get together. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you and I come back? Combined. Combined. Ooh. Scandalous. Let's get Uh-oh. together. Say we could have a swinging time. Whoa. Yeah, I mean like- <laughs> swinging time. Mm, Which like now has a different connotation yes. than it did then. I don't know. Because that's a song that they, they, it's, they were talking so about. So fun fact, do you know where that's from? No. So it's in the original Parrot Trap, like the first one. Oh. Like not not the one that we yes. grew up with. Um, and they sing it in a talent show. And then it is referenced in the new Parent Trap um, when oh. I believe it's Annie gets in. Yeah. No, actually it might be Hallie. I don't remember which one it is. One of them gets in the elevator um, and she's singing it to herself. Like Aww. it just like in this cutaway thing, it's like it's very cute. That is cute. That was a fact that my mom shared with me when I was watching the original or not the original parent trap, the, the one yes. that we grew up yeah. with. Thank you, mom. Count on my mom for parent trap facts. She does enjoy the parent trap. I couldn't get through the original. <laughs> oh, I I like it now. As a kid, it was a time. And I watched it because my mom wanted me to, but man, it was rough. But like now, now I think it's fun. uh, Here's part of my problem. I remember the accents Mm -hmm. of the girl was just so horrible that it was really, and it kept switching randomly. You don't get to judge accents because you think that Kelsey Grammer has a British accent. He does. He yes. certainly does not. He has a British man accent. No, not remotely. Well, Forrest says it's just like upper class white. Yeah, man. it's 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 like American it's aristocratic. British. Not and even isn't his sort of. dad British in the show? His dad is like in real life. No. John maybe, Mahoney. Maybe in that's real what life, I'm confused John Mahoney about. in real life is British, but he does an American accent for the show. So, and a I very think, good, a very good American accent yes. for the show. So. I'll give the show that. Um, I think when I was watching it, I made up this backstory that like they grew up in London or something with their mom, and now they were with their dad in America. Their parents were married until the mom died. <laughs> they did not live separately ever. This is the story I also, made up to make sense for their They British definitely accents. don't have British accents. Like, not even sort of. Like, I legitimately... You know... So you... My point being, you don't get to judge accents. Yes, I do when they're just no. horrible. No, because you don't know what accents are, Nicole. <laughs> uh, well, they do have a accent, even if... It might not be British. Everyone has an accent. Nobody doesn't have an accent. That's no, nobody, there's no standard. <laughs> That's very colonialistic of you. That but. Is
I'm Nicole Ortiz. And I'm Kaylee Iverson, and you're listening to Nevertheless She Podcasted. And here we go. Oh, okay. Nicole, what are we talking about today? Let's talk about some schemes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was hoping you'd drop the word schemes. Why? You seemed excited about the word. I said schemes. Oh, no. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Definitely heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as we discussed earlier, seems to be a recurring theme in your life. Anyway, back to the schemes. Um, Friends, maybe you know what we're talking about. Maybe you don't. Maybe I cut it. I don't know. So I guess, like, have fun with that. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. As I said, schemes. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Okay, tell us about schemes. Before we talk about schemes. Oh my <laughs> I just want to give a disclaimer. You may hear some light cat noises in the background. Things like <laughs> things like that. Um my cats. Let's are pause. Going Let's something. pause. And how about we just run those noises through one more time? Nicole, don't worry about doing that. I'm just gonna put them <laughs> back in the audio right here. <laughs> well i hope we all enjoyed that anyway (laughs) anyway um yeah my cats are going through a time aren't we they they got some sleep issues some don't we all (laughs) they're just going through it and making me go through it so you know there's one okay back to the scheming and the dreaming so kaylee and i (laughs) the faces she makes she's making at me (laughs) okay go ahead kaylee and i have done like a number of just interesting things in my opinion through the years okay you know make money make a name for ourselves and i just kind of want to talk about that today so originally I was saying, let's talk about business. But then Kaylee was so excited when I said schemes that I was like, let's call it that. Scheming and dreaming. Wheeling and dealing. Okay, before you rhyme anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the rhymes I have. Nicole, tell us about some of your schemes. Okay, let's think early schemes. I don't think I've talked about this before, but oh well no one remembers um so i remember like fourth grade i started selling caterpillars I forgot you did this. yes we had this tree in on our playground that there was always caterpillars in it it was like their spot and so i started collecting them bringing them into class making little paper homes for them and my friend would um help me so she would like construct the paper homes I would get the caterpillars and the clients and children would pay like a quarter for this little paper home and caterpillars Mm -hmm. and we did this for a while um and then my teacher found out and told us to stop and got really mad and then we still tried to do it and tried to like sneak the caterpillar homes out of class um at the end of the day but my teacher stood in the middle of the hallway and caught us and was like give me that and took the caterpillar and I hope 
she let it outside I don't know I didn't trust her um but yeah that was one of my early entrepreneur things (laughs) (laughs) words hard okay okay yes yes how about you Kaylee when did you start when did you start hustling? When did I start scheming? Um, when I was really little, I would pick up fake professions for the day and try and charge my family for these <laughs> fake professions. Um, I I got like a lap harp when I was a kid. It's kind of like, have you ever seen like a hammered dulcimer? It's kind of like that, but like instead of hammers, dulcimer. it's like, okay. Instead of the hammers, <laughs> it's just like a small like, pluck one. Oh, yeah. I know um, and I used to I used to sit in the middle of my house in the way of other people and I would play it and then I'd be like I'll move for a fee. No. Oh my god. <laughs> I would do things like that. Um one of the early ones is I had this like as as a small small child like 6 or 7 years old. I had this red plastic briefcase and I used to throw papers in it. And then I would walk around um, posing as a therapist, which, oh, geez, I could lose my license for. Um, <laughs> and I would charge people like a dollar to tell me about their day, a la Lucy Van Pelt from Peanuts. <laughs> oh, my god! Very much so, like, so very much like her advice stand um, <laughs> and things like that. And then Eric and I, my brother and I, when we were really little, I would like write short stories and he would draw pictures for them. And then we would put them in these nice little like construction paper booklets and try to sell them to my parents who wanted to encourage our artistic endeavors and also acknowledged that we were charging them way too much money for these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so good. But I mean, like, it was a good way to kill an afternoon, you know? So I guess yeah. I guess that's probably when it started. <laughs> Man, how did you think of these, like, things? Like, what inspired you to be like, you know, I'm going to try to make money off of this. Like, that's just <laughs> such a funny idea. Because it sounded, because, so, like, the one of the things that we did get money for when we were kids is picking up apricot pits because we had an apricot tree that would just, like, drop because you know when you get squirrels they like apricots are really heavy and dense so they fall out of the trees really easily um and then they would just rot and it smelled terrible so our parents used to pay us like like a nickel per apricot pit like it was a good deal but it was also like terrible work and so I was like what if I did (laughs) something less labor intensive for the same amount of money (laughs) so (laughs) that's so so getting out of picking up apricot pits (laughs) is the answer but yeah uh that's like (laughs) it's like i I had spent like a day and i made like five or six dollars picking up apricot pits but that's so many apricot pits and i just like i at the end of that day i was like i don't think this is the life for me (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) how many times in my adult life have i thought them been like you know what this is just too much hard work let me figure something else out. <laughs> That's so good. So yeah, those were those were the earliest ones. What comes next for you? Like, what's the okay, next stage? Um, what's the next stage of life? At least next stage. My next one comes around in high school, I think. Okay, um, mine's not that. I think mine's middle school. Um, mm. so my friends and I, it was around Christmas time, and we needed some money to get presents for people 
mm-hmm. and we had no money. And so we started going around and singing Christmas carols to people and asking for for money. And we sang Christmas carols at um <laughs> there was like a holiday bazaar where people came to our middle school and they were selling it was like on a Saturday they were Mm. selling like their crafts and stuff for Christmas presents and I was like we have no money so we started going to their booths and tables Mm. and offering to sing holiday carols and get money from them and then the people running the thing were kind of upset and they're like hey can't just go around (laughs) trying to get money from people here and we did like get some money and we got like I think someone traded like one of their crafts for our song. And so we were like getting some good stuff. And so it was good until we got kicked out. And so we were like, okay, let's take this on the road. So we started going door to door to people's houses and mm-hmm. being like, hey, we can sing Christmas carols. And it was like such a spur of the moment thing. So we're dressed in like gym shorts and like regular clothes. And it was like, noon <laughs> on a Saturday and so it's not like we put like effort into the whole yeah caroling thing I don't think we had ever gone caroling before so I don't even think we knew what it looked like and that people like dress up and it's a whole thing but um we sang for some people and they kind of closed the door on us and it was awkward um and then we went it's awkward to be on the other side of the door too Nicole like think about that's weird you got stuff to do (laughs) these children at our door trying to make a buck um they open the door and they're like ah a holiday scheme i don't need this and they shut the door (laughs) i mean they were it was awkward they were they weren't like completely jerks where they just slammed the door they were like sorry we don't have money closing door um we eventually made our way back to school saying for our principal and he offered us not money but sodas when we came back to school and we were like okay we made a few bucks we got a few crafts and some sodas it's been a been a good day so good haul yeah yeah we stopped there and at first there was three of us and we were gonna split the money three ways but the third person she didn't really put in the same effort so we kind of cut her out um maybe gave her like a dollar of that's horrifying she didn't do the work what was the work (laughs) going around and singing i don't know did she not sing i can't remember which this is i've got a fair level of certainty that this was didn't do the work okay this also um, isn't the first time now I'm realizing that I, I helped cut someone out of a one of my schemes because they weren't doing the work in the opinion of the other two, me and someone else. In the, like middle school, did you have some kind of, I don't know what it was. It was some kind of like carnival or fair where as students we got to bring in something and sell it for money okay well for some reason in my school districts we did this multiple times but um it was like a project where you had a team of people you had to come up with a product or something and then um you got to actually sell it at this like market 
and the money that you made, you got to distribute it or not distribute, you got to split it up between in your team and figure out all of that stuff. And it was like to teach everyone how business runs and you actually make money. Well, we did that, I think, the year before my caroling. Um, and I can't remember what we sold it. I think it was like nail polish or something. And we made some money. And as we were splitting it up, I didn't come up with this, but my uh, one of my associates said that the other team member didn't put in their fair share. And so they got a little less than us. So that's horrifying. Hey, if you don't do the work, was there was there appropriate communication to the person who was getting less money about the fact that they were getting less money and why? No. Yeah, I don't think they there ever wasn't, knew that shameful. they were getting less money <laughs> either time. We just were like, nope. Yeah, that's not how that works, Nicole. That's well, I know it. now. It's not like I would do it now. I'm not going to do it to you. Yeah, because the podcast money's in my account. I Whoa, whoa. Oh no, Kaylee's gonna do it to me. Not that we're using this money for anything. It's it's just to keep the podcast self-sustaining at yeah. this point. <laughs> we're not cutting ourselves checks, so but maybe one day we will. And Kaylee's gonna give me like a fraction of the amount and be know. like, that's what she gets. <laughs> I'll be like listen strangers listen you had the patreon passwords you knew how much we were making if you didn't take the time to look then oh no this sounds like a real conversation <laughs> it's totally what you could say because I absolutely haven't looked and probably won't <laughs> yeah I know that's oh, okay goodness. Kaylee yeah. your high school scheme let's hear it high school I had two um one was I would I'm trying to remember what we called ourselves. A friend and I uh, started uh, some a model off of having hard conversations for other people. I've talked about this on the podcast before. So we much. delivered messages that people were breaking up with their significant others. Um, like you said it to them or you wrote it out? or Oh, we said it to them. <laughs> That's I I wasn't uncomfortable oh being like, God. hi, Fred's breaking up with you. <laughs> Here's his invoice to show that he's signed off on this. I'm kidding. Oh, um, I was like, oh not about gosh. having an invoice, but I didn't show the invoice. That's weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so did that. <laughs> um, and I eventually ended up getting paid by a couple of parents to have the talk with their kids. So ridiculous. <laughs> You know, whatever, whatever gets education out there, I guess. Um, I guess. Whatever gets education. Well, I mean, better than not having it talked about at all. So true. So, so was this that. based off of conversations you had with your parents and you just modeled? Like, are you asking where my information came yes. from? Some of it was from my parents and then some of it was from like school. Okay. So. So what did your parents think of you doing this? They, they didn't know. know when I was doing it. And it's not <laughs> that I was keeping it a secret. I just didn't think to disclose that fact. I've talked to my mom about this since though. She's just kind of, she's unfazed. 
Which <laughs> he's like, she of was course, not yeah. surprised that that was yeah. a venture of mine. Um, so I did that for a while. Um, oh, what was the other thing I did? Oh, the other thing that I did is um, I sold personalized poetry for a while. Um, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I would like write stuff for like graduations, anniversaries, uh, a memorial service or two. Um, and then I stopped doing it once because somebody asked me to write out his proposal speech. And I was like, that's not what this is about. And I feel weird now. And so <laughs> you quit the whole business. I, I, that's, it was kind of the beginning of the end for me. <laughs> because uh because i mean like i had started out like as like a gift thing and then it occurred to me that some people were would be using this as though because i like gave full rights to it like i was like do whatever you want with this once once it's in your hand it's your i don't care (laughs) and so and so i would do that um and then when he was like write my proposal speech i was like oh i hate the idea that people might be using this as though they were being the sentimental one and writing stuff Mm. which like it's not like it didn't bug me as like someone's taking my work and putting their name on it like I didn't care about that what I cared about was false shows of like effort you know that's probably what it was used for every time though no it was I was usually credited okay so like it was it was like my name was like in the corner and then it was like part of a different thing. Yeah. I'm imagining someone proposing and then they're like, okay. <laughs> right, um, created by Kaylee. <laughs> it was like uh, somebody put, like for a graduation, someone put it like in a frame with like, they put pictures oh, of the person who had graduated around. And so like my name was on most of the stuff that people did because they would usually like send me evidence of it afterwards to be like, look what we did with this. Um, but then I, I, it made me very uncomfortable that's a very loud toy, Nala. Can you go go lay down? It's so loud. I can't hear it at all. Oh, really? Yeah. It's. A little bit now. Oh, it's so loud on my side. Weird. <laughs> that was loud. <laughs> anyway, um, and so I, I was fine. I like it didn't bug me that people were not crediting me but it bugged me that people were pretending to be thoughtful and weren't oh my gosh yeah that was messed up so I stopped doing that um can I have some of this poetry I'd like to um commission I guess some (laughs) uh, poetry from you thank you sure (laughs) I mean I guess (laughs) then I will give it to um my spouse and say and then say look what i made yeah (laughs) and so i did that in high school for a while as well i stopped doing that when i was like probably 19 you've reminded me in high school i drew pictures for people um Mm -hmm. mainly of the jonas brothers and they gave me like a dollar or something or some mm-hmm. of their um the good parts of their lunch or something like that mm-hmm. um, we'd trade and do you ever get paid for your fan fiction no i shared that just willingly. on your own goodwill yeah. <laughs> 
which actually there's this episode of um what is it bob's burgers mm-hmm. where oh, i can't think of anyone's name right now tina mm-hmm. tina was writing erotic friend fiction mm-hmm. um of about the people in her school and then she ends up reading it for the school and um i was like oh <laughs> that's funny that's like me because <laughs> that was what i was writing um but it was about the jonas brothers and my friends so guess it wasn't that weird guess i mean no it's still really weird nope guess it wasn't that weird if a tv show thought of it as well if you're basing the level of weird off of tina from bob's <laughs> yes. burgers then i think that you're i think Hers your metrics are a little skewed she had um zombies in it which is gross you had minors <laughs> that's gross we were all minors <laughs> thanks for not in california You've got some <laughs> hardcore rules. According to Euphoria, I've learned a lot. Anyway. What are we talking about? Um, businesses that we've held. Yeah. So high school, that's kind of what I did. I'm trying to think if there's anything else besides my art that I did in high school. I tried to offer to clean things for people, like mm-hmm. their homes or their... Mainly my grandpa, I was like... I'll come over and I'll clean this and this. And he was usually like, I don't want you to clean things because I don't think you'll do it well. Here's some money instead. I was like, That's I hilarious. still got what I wanted and I didn't have to do the work. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's really yeah. funny. Which was which was weird because I was like, and now nothing's clean. It's not like he was doing it. So I don't know. He had funny ways of <laughs> thinking of things. That's really funny. <laughs> Goodness. I used to I used to help my grandma clean up her apartment in exchange for getting to use her car for a bit when I was in oh. high school. And That's then I found idea. I found a um box of cornstarch that had expired in 2005 for reference it was 2013. Um, and also we moved her into that apartment in 2007, which means we moved her with expired <laughs> cornstarch, which is cornstarch that had already been expired for two years, which is the funniest thing um, to think about. And it takes a minute to go I bad. was about to say, like, <laughs> so that cornstarch, maybe 2002, yeah, it lasts like, a long time. It lasts a while. <laughs> it was so funny because I like found it and I was like, um, how did, what? <laughs> and so I like told her and I was like like to tell her to be like isn't that funny and she's like shake it up a bit is it still good and I was like grandma no no because she grew up during the great depression so like that's how we do things but that's not how we do things no that also sounds like my grandpa he also grew up during the great depression and so (laughs) he cleaning out that's something I would do is clean out his food because there was a lot of like weird things in there like he had specific items he'd buy for like the grandkids to eat and they were all in the front but then if you went behind them there was a bunch of weird things really old like um what are they called sardines and things and I was like no we don't need these the only thing weirder than sardines are old sardines (laughs) that's a good quote Oh, okay, Kaylee. I know Are you we have gonna... some good college ones. 
college i was pretty chill about things though um no i was chill about things in the sense that in college i stopped doing stuff for money and instead i just funded my own hobbies by by selling them that's not what i'm thinking about (laughs) i'm thinking about some other things shoot what are you thinking about uh just some scholarship type things and uh <laughs> money for college that was actually things. that was that was mostly in high school but I did do oh, that really? I did do that in well most of the stuff I sold was high school stuff but I did do that for college um okay um <laughs> in college I applied for some scholarships uh which were like just the random entry scholarships but to be considered for better scholarships I had to sell them papers that I had written to be used oh, as like sketch <laughs> super duper sketch but also who cares <laughs> yeah. so so i would take uh like apus history papers were worth a lot of points because that's something that like a lot of students look up um mm-hmm. because nobody nobody prepares to write a history paper you write it the last minute even if you're not yeah. normally a procrastinator you procrastinate <laughs> history papers that's how that goes so i did i did sell some papers that i uh, had written as a high schooler and college student that's just such a crazy idea. I didn't know anyone could do that. And, and the only reason I knew that you had done this, this is the worst, is because I Googled Kaylee and I found these papers. Yeah. I don't know why I was Googling you. It was like um, earlier ish in we, our friendship, too. It was, it was, we had just seen a play. I think we had just seen Fun Home together. Okay, so it wasn't that early. It wasn't that early. Um, and then we were in like the van, like the school van on the way back, and we got to talking about what happens when you Google a person. And at the time, the one that I knew was the top hit for me was something from like the local paper when I was in high school getting interviewed when we were doing Macbeth. And so that's what I had said. And then you Googled it to find that article and instead found all of the papers I had sold. Ah, yes. And I was like, what the heck is this? Why are all of her papers online? I did used to edit papers as well, specifically. Uh Yeah, um, I think the highest level thing I did was somebody was getting a master's in Shakespeare specifically, and I edited some of his papers. That's cool. You know, for a while I wanted to be a um editor. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, because I enjoyed it because I would look at some of my friends' like papers and stuff or mm-hmm. mainly like college essays I'd help people mm-hmm. with. And I was like, Oh, I like giving suggestions on word choice and sentence structure kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if I care. (laughs) You want to know something wild that I that I did in college and I didn't do it very often because it was like gig work and I didn't get jobs often. I was a certified psych um, psych tutor like at the bachelor's level. I had not yet graduated with my bachelor's degree in Christian ministries and I didn't take a single psychology course in college because I had taken AP psych in high school and tested and so I (laughs) my AP test got me out of it I never took a college psych class until I got my master's in counseling and I was a certified psych tutor because I scored 99 percent on the exam to become a certified psych tutor 
Damn. Based on only a high school education. That's crazy. And like my own like internet obsession. So Wow. Isn't that wild? That so is every wild. so often every so often I would I would like do virtual tutoring with um people for like upcoming psych exams. Man, this conversation is making me realize like all the lives that you have lived. Tell a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually don't have that many stories like this, even though I thought of this topic. But you you haven't even mentioned your fencing. Oh yeah. I did that. What do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I did these things. Like you did so much. Kaylee, you're crazy. Just insane um I I also the one that the one that I thought you were talking about was I got into soap making for a while and I would sell soap but that was just so that I could keep making soap because I really enjoyed it as a hobby yes but to get into it it was kind of expensive and so I would sell pieces so that I could just keep doing it yeah because I enjoyed doing it and and I didn't use bar soap very often oh much I'm much more a liquid soap person but I really enjoyed making bar soap and so I enjoyed my bar soap I got. I forgot that you were that you were I did not pay for it, so I apologize. I mean you didn't tell me to, you just gave it to me. Yeah, but. that was fine. Yeah, because you ended up being the first time you were the first time that I worked with like a shea butter base because I normally worked with like a goat's milk base and you yeah, couldn't, couldn't you that. couldn't have that. So I hate um, working with the shea butter base, by the way. Really? It, I want it's more. really it's really melty and it's hard to like form. Like it. Yeah. And <laughs> she made little soaps that looked like um Legos. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. Was... I always wanted I never actually got the chance to do it, but I've got a dinosaur egg mold and I wanted to put <gasps> I want that. I wanted to put plastic dinosaurs on the do inside it. so that as you wash your hands, oh my gosh. you start to reveal the dinosaur. I want this. Yeah. What if all you of my, did a all co- of my stuff is like way expired? I'd have to buy new things. I'll use expired. What are you, your grandpa and his sardines? Yeah, for soap. <laughs> anyway, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I I think I stopped a lot of my scheming when I got to college, or it wasn't so much. I would do things maybe not for money, but mm-hmm. just for random things. Yeah, that was that was like with soap. I didn't I didn't want to make a business of it. I, I just wanted to be able to keep doing it. And that was the way yeah. that I made enough money to keep doing it. So I like and that. no more. Like I <laughs> charged virtually nothing. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's in the future. We should give some of our patrons some soap or something. Or I feel like that's a weird craft. liability thing. What? Cause, well, because care products, that's why it's such a nightmare to sell soap on like Etsy. Mm-hmm. Because you have to list all of your ingredients and your processes used because it's an allergy issue. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to I don't want to have to properly label soap for our patrons. I love you all. And also I don't want to make you soap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should make them something. Well, I guess I make them things. Yeah, you do. make them things every month. Or at least $10 patrons. Yes, if you're not receiving things that I make, bump up your status, yo. But also, if you pay $10 a month and you aren't receiving things, let me know because oh, yeah. I know that a piece <laughs> got lost in the mail recently. So, like, 
like actually let me know if you're not getting the things that we've yeah. been sending out because we do send it out every month so yeah stupid mail system mm-hmm. i mean it's hard it's hard for them i give them grace sometimes sometimes <laughs> and then sometimes nicole just gives me the wrong address for her sister so. hey it's not my nope. fault she that meant- one's not on me it's no but you were in charge <laughs> of updating her patron address not my fault she moved <laughs> anyway tell me about your college scheming yeah i'm trying to think um i feel like any kind of odd job i did was related to warner pacific yeah like i feel like i did some weird side jobs for them and like there was this one job where it was kind of like data entry but I was helping them update their website Mm -hmm. but it was just hours of me sitting in an office copying and pasting the information from the current website onto like a document and it was so boring and weird and there was this one time I was working and I don't know who this person was It was like a friend of someone's friend came up and like knocked over all my pencils and then she left. (laughs) And it was super weird. And I was like, that's so weird. What's wrong with this person? Yeah, I was like, I don't even know you. And I felt like maybe she thought she could do it. And it was funny because I was friends with her friends. But nah. That's strange. Yeah. Weird things like that are only funny if you pick up the pencils afterwards. So a little note for you um yeah just weird but yeah I so I did that which I thought was a strange thing and then I was also a part of the what was it the call thing the phone-a-thon not a -a phone-a-thon but I had to call people get them to give money yeah for the oh my gosh alumni I called yeah the alumni phone-a-thon yeah well I know there was another phone-a-thon where you're calling potential students no no not that one okay yeah I did the alumni one and that was a weird that was a weird thing and I don't know if I can say too much but (laughs) it was a strange strange time um and now we get those phone calls I don't Maybe you probably don't answer because it's a different number. Probably. I do actually have my calls screened. So Google will answer the phone and talk to someone. And then I decide if I'm going to talk to that person. <laughs> I had to do that because I was getting so many um, like scam calls. So I had to put Google on there. Help me out. <laughs> but yeah, let me remind me in the future to tell you about that phone thing (laughs) when we're not recording but yeah yeah I feel like any extra thing I did was like related to Warner um setting up for random events stuff like that but I didn't do too much of my like scheming because I think most of the people I knew so usually with all my schemes I was selling things to people I knew Mm. or doing something for people I knew but most of the people I knew in college none of us had money so yeah (laughs) what what were we gonna do 
my scheming was more how can I get free things like how can I get my friends to give me lunch because I don't have any money or (laughs) get people to let me use their car because I don't have a car or things like that and it was usually pretty simple I would just ask and everyone was so nice that's not scheming it's not scheming no 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 but I would I think this time I spent beforehand thinking like I'm gonna have to convince someone of this or this and then like everyone was cool and wanted to support me and Forrest and they're like you need to use my car to drive to Washington here that's what Kaylee did <laughs> and let Forrest actually <laughs> actually what happened was you just asked for a ride to the train station <laughs> right and instead I said here's my car which was so helpful <laughs> it was it's like or like randomly asking Kayla Wells to help me pick up Mama Pam from the train station. Hi, mm-hmm. you have a car and you're in the cafeteria. You want to go downtown? Okay. Like, or I think about the people who drew, drove me to the Clackamas Mall because I wanted to buy skincare. That's the only place they had what I wanted. Like, what? it's just crazy thinking about how many people were just so ridiculously helpful. One of my favorite things uh, that happened <clears throat> when uh, I was at Warner was one of one of the people that I had lived with while I was there, uh, something had come up and, and she thought that she needed to go to the emergency room and my car had died like that week. And so I was like, ah, shoot, like, I can't take you, but like, I'll go with you. So we'll find someone to take us and I'll go with you. Um, and so we asked... <laughs> And we asked a friend of ours and he was like, yeah, of course. And then we got in his car and his car wouldn't start. And so that friend asked Taylor, which Taylor and I were not dating at the time. We were just friends. And so Taylor drove us, but somehow all four of us ended up going <laughs> to the emergency room. So we sat there for like six hours during finals week while like I my remember. roommate was getting like checked out. And then like me, Taylor and, and our friend Ben all sat together in the waiting room, <laughs> just like. I Ben and I were actively working on papers and <laughs> the weirdest time. It's so weird. And I remember seeing you the next day. I was like, what yeah, the heck happened? And I had been in the emergency room two weeks before that. And so for what yeah. Because I called a nurse hotline and the nurse hotline was like, it sounds like you have ovarian cysts, like that oh, are maybe bursting. Right. Like get to the ER. And then I spent all night in the ER and like $500 later, I was fine. I was just, oh, I'm pretty sure it fun. was stress was what yeah. was manifesting all the other things, but, Dang. but yeah. And so all four of us just chilling in the ER and then we were <laughs> the and like, only- we got back like at like one or two in the morning. And then we all had to be up for finals 8am the next day. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like the oddest part is Ben why are you there <laughs> they, yeah that was like the piece that didn't have to happen <clears throat> but he was initially who was gonna drive us because Taylor was doing RA stuff so he was busy and then Ben's car wouldn't start so then like, I don't know why he was with us it's but it's, it's also so on brand for him to go with he's like I committed to helping and I will see this through <laughs> it's the weirdest night 
you can't even sit in, you can't even sit in the emergency room now unless you're the patient yeah <laughs> so that now we would just be sitting in a car in the parking structure <laughs> we would too we would we would have done that <laughs> like that's what would have happened and oh my so, gosh that's so funny though that's really funny i i just love the support that we all had in college like people just willing to sit in hospital rooms or remember this one time I had asked a friend to hang out she had a car and then we stopped by Target to do something and I was like oh I'm just gonna pick up a few things and then I started running around the store trying to do all of my shopping because I was like there's no other time I'd have a car Mm -hmm. then after that she got really mad at me she was like you're not a nuisance like if you need to go shopping just ask like you don't need to run around the store or and try to do it in like two seconds because you don't want to bother me and I was like what this doesn't make sense I also got yelled at by Kaylee (laughs) for similar things the only times Kaylee will like (laughs) yell at you or get mad at you (laughs) is for something like this I remember was was it it was one of the worst times I took the bus from Fred Meyer to back home and I was shopping and I had all this stuff and I, I was struggling this. to carry it and I had a huge thing of toilet paper and I had to use my scarf and make a hole through the toilet paper roll so I could create like a backpack and Kaylee saw me walking and you sent me this long message and you were like don't do that again <laughs> next time just ask and I'll take it. I don't even know if I had a car at the time I think my car might have died at that point but I was like I will take the bus <laughs> with you to help you carry stuff so that you're don't do this ridiculous thing or You're like so mad watch <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay. I, like you know those like you know those pictures in like national geographic of people in like really remote places like I'm thinking specifically of like like little mountain villages or or like really 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 remote tribes in like Africa yeah. where like when they go to get water or go to do this thing they like take all of the like they are just carrying so much more than any human should be able to carry that's what you looked like <laughs> and that's what I felt like like I was trying to be so creative to figure out how do I get these things from this bus to I also being new to Portland at the time I didn't realize I was going to like the furthest Fred Meyer there were so many I've never even been to that Fred Meyer again which one did you go to it was like down division and like it was on it the way to Gresham I was going so far out I can't even think of where it is now because it off of division Yes, it was off of division. I think I picked it because I could just take one bus straight there. But even the Hawthorne one was closer than that. Yes. I literally, yeah. No, that's ridiculously far. I cannot believe that you (laughs) Also, why didn't, why didn't, I I know that the answer to this is because you were a poor college student, but like, why didn't you just invest in one of like the rolly shopping cart things? I was a poor college student. Because they're not that expensive and that's what people who take public transit in the city do is they get the rolly cart thing ain't got no money for no rolly cart i had money for grocery barely grocery barely (laughs) grocery barely (laughs) barely had money for the toilet paper i was carrying so much so that i stopped buying toilet paper in college oh this is a scheme i did and started stealing it See, I I, I couldn't I couldn't somewhere. 
I couldn't convince myself to steal toilet paper because stealing is wrong. But I will say that when I lived on campus, like when I lived in the apartments and we were responsible for buying stuff like that on our own, all of us, as much as we could, tried to use bathrooms on campus and not the one in our apartment. Wow. Because it's expensive. <laughs> to, yeah. Like, no, when, when our entire apartment of three women collectively made like eight hundred dollars a month together right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's like pushing it like i'm not actually sure that the three of us collectively made eight hundred dollars yeah. together i made three yeah we probably made maybe eight <laughs> between the three of us it's horrible yeah i this is about like how forrest and i made like our first semester like three hundred dollars mm-hmm. and to pay for um the apartment it was like five hundred dollars a month for our apartment you're on campus on apartment? campus apartment yeah. they charge you month to month rent um it, we had to make a payment plan because we couldn't um mm. our loans and scholarships didn't cover gotcha the apartment so there was like so we made the payment plan and um we had to go back to Washington one day and sell some old cars that Forrest had at his house that were sitting there to make enough to go back and pay for two months. <laughs> yeah. Because they weren't worth that much. So it was just a a time. I don't even know how any of this stuff worked out. I literally can't remember. Luckily, Warner had um, a number of like individual bathrooms you know like they weren't just they weren't all like multi-stall restaurants yeah so you could do business hang out you know hang out were you hanging out in the bathrooms do you you remember the bathroom in um one of the dorms where the like offices were um i can't remember what this dorm was called so it was a women's dorm smith hall smith hall and there was like people's offices in that one area mm-hmm. and there was a bathroom there and it had two oh, toilets yeah. in it yeah yeah <laughs> <The> <laughs> not, toilets. <laughs> not two stalls just two toilets next to each other taylor and i were just telling someone about this <laughs> i don't remember why we were talking about it but we were like yeah we called them the friendship stalls and like i like i never used that bathroom with another person but i know a lot of people who did like just not like because they needed to but more like to say that they could yeah like it was if you had like campus bingo that would have been on campus bingo you know like i think i did with a person yeah that doesn't surprise me i think i actually when i was talking about this with taylor to somebody else i was like probably nicole (laughs) (laughs) why not i mean as long as we're not going number two together Still weird, dude. Still weird. <laughs> Still weird. Well, I'm also the person who, when my friend's hands got bit up by a dog and she had to wear casts on them, I had to wipe her butt. And I said, well, this is what we got to do. And this is what we got to do. So not many things. That's like different. That's like a necessity. This was not. When we got to go, we got to go sure i guess together oh my goodness yikes i also person who 
this one time at a party this girl was throwing up and I had to hold her up over a bucket and someone was also feeding me pizza at the same time because I was hungry (laughs) and that hunger waited for no one no oh my gosh so now you know you can't gross me up that easily don't try though please don't try because you'll find something and i'll be really mad because <laughs> you'll find something i'll be really mad yeah, yeah. Goodness. so we definitely took a yeah we are no talking about schemes and no but like it, i guess we got to the point where college took scheming in different directions and it no longer was exactly scheming. It was, we're all trying to survive and we will help each other at all costs. At all costs, but at the lowest cost at the same time. <laughs> that is something with what is we had. A, this is such a weird thing, but something that I really miss about living on campus with other people was group grocery trips. And not, not mm. to buy groceries to use together, but just grocery shopping with other people was kind of yeah. fun. Because, like, we'd take, like, five people from our hall my sophomore year and we'd go grocery shopping. That's so smart. I don't think I ever did that. I was going to say, you lived over in, like, what was typically married housing. And, I don't know, usually they had their stuff together better than we did. (laughs) Hands, let me tell you, no. Not Forrest and I, that's (laughs) Oh, goodness. Trevor and Chelsea sure looked like they had it together, though. I'm sure that they did. They did. They were a beautiful they're like They're like fully functional humans. Right. They were like gardening and stuff. Like, okay. (laughs) They were gardening. Okay. That was crazy. And they had a dog, like, the whole family unit over there. Yeah. It was. And like a massive dog. (laughs) And we, our place was falling apart. All of our furniture molded over. You had fleas. We had fleas at one point. We had to sleep on a futon in the living room because our bed molded and broke. It was a mess over there. We had bags of cans that we were trying to (laughs) get some money from. Meanwhile, I had to I had to share a bedroom my junior year when we moved into apartments because I couldn't afford a single room in an apartment. And so to create the most space for myself, I bought a children's bed from Ikea so that I could have a good, sturdy loft bed that also had storage. Yeah. I mean, did you ever see my bed? Were you in my were you Mm -hmm. ever in my bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's fully just just a straight up white fake wood ikea bed the only thing that upsets me about this was the mattress you had on your bed i had a mattress i had spent money on the furniture that i needed um because they changed our housing assignment very last minute and we had to change our entire furniture plan because we weren't supposed to live in that apartment oh really where were we supposed to be we were supposed to live did you ever go over to julia when she lived in the duplex Yeah. yeah we were supposed to move into that unit what happened they sold the duplex oh <laughs> and did not they called anna and they called Haley, and they did not call me until the day before the start of the no semester. it was horrifying so, stupid. Oh so and i mean they they knew before but they knew like a week before and they didn't call me because they assumed that they would have called yeah. me <laughs> um, and so we had to change our entire furniture plan so i invested money and other things so all i could afford was if you go to ikea they have for like 75 dollars a mattress pad and that's what i slept on 
It was not a real mattress. It was fine. It was fine. I didn't, I, to be fair, I was sleeping an average of like two hours a night. Hey, so like, that's not bad. <laughs> then you especially need those two hours to be good. Ah, because I was just going to fall asleep anyway. It didn't have to be comfortable. It just had to happen. So, yeah. Crazy times, man. Yeah. And, but on the bright side, <clears throat> the like bed had like, you know, because it was made for children. So like the edges of my bed came up pretty high. And because I had a mattress that was about the quarter thickness of an actual mattress, it was really, really deep. And so I had like this whole, what? Okay, now continue. In a hole. If I had put a real mattress in there, like the the safety wall thing would have come up probably about that high. But since I didn't have a mattress, it was like this tall. So like if I laid down in my bed, you couldn't tell if I was in there or not. <laughs> and it was nice because then I just like I made kind of like I had like several pillows that I just kind of lined up the wall with and I had this like cozy little like it was a nice little space like if I wanted to go up there and like read and just like chill for a bit it was like a cozy little space it wasn't a bed but it was a cozy little space cozy and little that's all I wanted reading nook. okay that was that was the extent of my privacy in my junior year of college so yeah, yeah. I took it yeah <laughs> oh what a time ridiculous you're right we went down some other routes but we did we stopped in college well we all know my current schemes of uh you know i'll let you all know when i have my uh, only fans up i actually want to do i'm gonna do like a poll on instagram and be like, hey, if I started an OnlyFans or my own personal Patreon, which do you prefer? <laughs> Kaylee's just going to blink at me. Okay. Nicole's actual scheme is this podcast. Let's be real. <laughs> Boom. Um, Everything no, her- I do is a hustle now. But like- your actual, actual scheme is is your, your thrift and biz. Yes thrift and biz and i'm constantly trying to think of other schemes because i need other source of income so working on it i'm working on it if you go up to my parents house in washington maybe you can pick up some apricot pits for a nickel piece i ain't got the energy for that it's so much work like it's it's not <laughs> hard but it's so tiring yeah no especially because like we have like this like it's desert so it's like this prick it's like not like grass grass it's like prickly brush stuff and so like you can't like crawl around on the ground to pick these things up like you could in a normal yard (laughs) yeah no 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 anyway all right is this is this where we're wrapping up we're wrapping up we spent a lovely time thank you all for joining us for our scheming what are your dreaming yeah what do you do right now do you have a current hustle or in the past did you have schemes for money at what point does one graduate from scheme to hustle Ooh, yeah because i would call what i'm doing now a hustle I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't think whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I've almost graduated to an actual business, but we're yeah, getting you're, there. You're getting there. Getting there. Once I get things official and maybe do taxes. Getting an LLC? Not yet. 
I don't make enough. <laughs> I was going to say, you're probably getting close enough to the point where you might have to pay taxes, though, so you should probably figure that out. Yes, yes. I, so. I think last I looked, I'm still on the line, so I need to figure that out. Anyway. Tell us, send us emails or comments or something and tell us about your scheming. Uh, if Nicole ever posts on our Instagram again, then like... Whoa! We've entered passive-aggressive territory. That's how you know it's time for lunch. <laughs> it is. What's for lunch today, Kaylee? I don't know. I'll figure something out. Well, all right. Okay, well, let's close this thing off. Hit it! Friend- Friends, thank you so much for joining us today um, for for just, you know, your your weekly hour of schemes. Uh, <laughs> if you want to learn more about this podcast or how it came to be, check out our website at www.neverthelesssheepodcasted.com. Um, if you're interested in financially supporting this podcast, check out our Patreon. Hey, Nicole. What? Are we on Facebook? For sure. Are we on Instagram? you bet are we on twitter hold up i mean yes we are but we're reconsidering it since it's owned by elon musk now yeah that's brought up some ethical stuff (laughs) check us out on instagram and facebook because apparently we're chill with mark zuckerberg but what we're not but like we're we're less chill with elon musk (laughs) sorry anyway check us out at ntl she podcasted um yeah we appreciate you all deeply stay safe out there stay hydrated and go start a scheme